Before we get started, there's something you should know about the Shirley and Clove podcast. We like to curse. We use words like and yikes. So if you don't mind your kids listening to grown folks talk, turn this up and let the show begin. Rabbi, country music star? Do you have any idea how stupid that sounds? Well, that's me, babe. That's me. What the? F- He's what? a Jewish country singer. Oh, okay. Good for him. Do your thing. Bucky Goldstein. <laughs> that's a that's a good name. What? Yeah. Oh my god Didn't yeah. they say When people have money There's a new money For sure oh, I've always wanted Vagina. to Vagina <laughs> That's the problem Like did he really want To say the word Vagina that bad That bad Like he paid This much money To say vagina Absolutely Absolutely He's wearing like A Michael Jackson Beat it jacket Oh you're all Yeah Fucking broke but why water buffalo vagina? Like, why? What's the inspiration? What's the story behind that? Okay, so from what I can see, he's talking about someone specific. Oh. And he keeps going back to saying water buffalo vagina. So I think this is his name for that person. <laughs> oh, besides like, wife like or a, anything. Like some kind of creepy pet name, you know? Yeah. Buffalo vagina. It's got to be an inside joke. With his friends and family or something. Wait, I have to hear this. Pulling tricks, you ain't so hot. I smell your ass from a mile. What? Yeah. What? Sorry, ma'am. Not today. What? Yeah. Buffalo. Oh my god. Vagina. So, hi, welcome to Long and McQuaid. What would you like to read today? What's your goal? I have this song in my head. I gotta get it out. I gotta get it out. It's like haunting me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna sing Vagina. this. Nope, nope. I shall not. I shall not repeat this song. This is awful. It is. It's terrible. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. This, yeah. Wow. You're such a pain. It's about his wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. I had to die and die. Wow. I'm not singing it. Mm-mm. I almost did. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Bonjour et sac passé tout le monde, moi n'ai les clothes. Oh, you're like tout le monde as well. Okay. Okay, ma poulet. I do it for the lulz. <laughs> Bonjour. Hi. Buenos dias and sac à fête. I am Shirley, a.k.a. Carrie Bess. And welcome to the Shirley and Clove podcast, the personal comedy journal of an interracial couple who explores and curates the world, culture, current events, Plus shit that gets our attention from different perspective and experiences. That's the one. 
And you're listening to us on a Sunday, December 19th at 12.22 p.m. In the motherfucking Eastern Time. Water buffalo vagina. No, no, no. I was... uh, No. Water buffalo vagina. No, 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 no. No, 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 I'm not gonna sing along. No, no. About his wife, for sure. Yes, it's for sure. But he's dedicated it to her. It's literally his pet name. Come here, my water buffalo vagina. Bucky Goldstein, stop it. Gross. It's not hot at all. No, it's not. It's so vile. It is. It's crass. It's <laughs> 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 <This is> gross. <laughs> I stop laughing. Oh, Bucky. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, how did she, uh, her face, what her face would have been? Right. <laughs> did, she, did he even play it for her? Oh, like, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Every day. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm. I rewrote my song. Honey, you want to hear it? <laughs> <laughs> She's like rolling her eyes like fuck me. <laughs> fuck my life. Oh man, no. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. No, no, yep. no. <laughs> What'd you call my cooter this time? Oh. <laughs> I've never heard that is the whitest shit I've heard you say. The cooter? <laughs> really? <laughs> No. Never heard that thing. <laughs> You're welcome. That is so oh wow. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> Thank Bucky Goldstein for that one. All right, now that we got through that song. How are you doing, sweetie? Oh man. <laughs> you feeling good? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. That was like a big to do. Did you sleep good last night? I think so. You were snoring. Like I was. Like, I was exhausted. So when you snore, I usually turn up my ASMR. <laughs> I had it on full blast and I could still hear you and you were still snoring. I was that. Yeah. There's a, a couple, time, there's a couple times I had to nudge you. Really? Yeah. I woke you up? Yeah. Because I was like, I was deep. Yeah. I was so knocked out. It was loud. Was it? I'm glad that you got some sleep though. Was it louder than usual? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I was, I, I was like, holy shit, did you like drink some NyQuil or something? <laughs> I was like, wow. I was exhausted. Yeah. I'm yeah. just, ex- it's just the stress of it all. Yeah. Like where we're at. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Like, yeah, it is. This past like three, four months has been really hard, really hard. And I'm trying to, to be honest, keep it together, <laughs> like not okay. freak out. Oh. Okay. No, no. Good inter- to know that you're on the edge. I'm on the edge. <laughs> it's just it's been hard. Like you know, there's been a lot of positive changes and mm-hmm. changes that are like fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes, I'm grateful we're healthy, but living in a capitalist world sucks balls. It fucking sucks balls yeah. when it's like you know, 2021 is not. We're not the only people in this position where like people are being either like like laid off or 
some shit in their fucking like people are quitting. Yeah. People are like it's it's hard. People getting fired. Yes. Yeah. Like all of that. Yeah. It's, it's I was, all out there. I was telling a friend, you know, it's bad when, you know, I had a conversation with CRA because they're like, yeah, you need to do like you have a tax that you need to do. And I'm like and I'm like, look, man, like I don't even have like enough to even pay an accountant right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, take your time. So when, when <laughs> Canada revenue is like, take your time, it's bad. That means like they're running into so many people. Really? Yes. I would see it as the opposite. Really? Yeah. No, 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 no. The lady I was on, who was on the phone was hinting me that, yeah, it's like, this is a lot of people who've been laid off. There's a lot of people who got fired. Right. There's a lot of people like who are oh, okay. I see what you mean. Quitting because of toxic environments. Okay, I see what you mean. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, to the point that they're being like super flexible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that they weren't ever, as long as you keep in communication. But okay. fucking the yeah, I'd say the past. The I feel it for people too, like, or or. Another thing that's happening too are mergers. So it's creating for, they're not giving choices for employees and employees are kind of like, you're either in or you're either out kind of vibes. And it's like, Oh wow. There's so many of that's going on too. I didn't know that. It's such a rev- 2021 has been such a, it, I mean, it's such a reflective and revealing. That's the word I was looking revealing. for. It's Got a it. very revealing year uh-huh. on how employers or companies or whoever you work for right. values people. Right. And okay. it's been, sh- and it's like, for some it's blatant how much they don't value right. for others. It's, it's just, or how man it, like people, executives who are just about securing their bag and don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's a fucked up year yeah. on how much, like it's it, making people questioning the idea of capitalism and yeah. how it's used. Yeah. Being able to work from home made <laughs> me realize that this traveling to work shit is bullshit. A lot of I people can't even are imagine. I can't even imagine people that come from in from out of town. Yeah. How do they like, do that every day, five days a week? Like, eight? but that's what it's been normalized. I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 10 hours. Yeah. Or even for yeah. some 14 hours. Yeah. 14 hours of your life is dedicated 12 to 4. Okay. Between 8, 10, 12 to 14 hours of your life is dedicated five days a week to your work. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I know people who travel two hours there, two hours back, an hour right. and a half or an hour. Yep. Like. <sighs> I know. And then you get home. I was traveling, I was traveling three hours a day. Three hours a day. Three hours, yeah. That's 15 hours a week. 15 hours of yeah. traveling in a week. Yeah. Eight hours you put in for work, so working, and then the so rest wor- is for Yeah. So traveling. working from home was like... A blessing. Yeah. It's you a blessing for many. 15 hours. Yeah. And and some 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 employees are like, no, I don't want to go back. Like, they're like, you know, no, I don't, wa- I don't want... I'm not, I don't want to go back either. Yeah. It's like, you know, for some, it's like... It, I I used to want to be like connected, like either with a laptop or with some kind of like um, 
with a phone or something like that to, uh, from, to my work. So that way when I'm going into work travel time. You it, could put in some work so you can yes. maybe leave early. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like this travel time is insane. Yeah. Yeah. And like everybody is like, it just, the whole city just has this like, almost like this heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like there's rush hour in the morning and rush hour at night. So every day it just does this big, huge heartbeat of thump, thump. And like just a rush of people. Yeah. Coming into the city and then a rush of people leaving the city. Yeah. And then everything we do infrastructure wise is catered around that. Yeah. It's got to stop. It's, in, it's, yeah. It's going to get to the point where I think if you're a digital media company or if you're anything that has to deal with like not like actually physically doing stuff with your hands or physically participating in something with your hands, but if you're doing something digitally in the creative realm kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to become like a law where like you have to be able to do it from home. Yeah. It's, it's like, what's the point? What is the point? Cause then all the streets would be like unclogged. Yeah. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? True. Wouldn't be using up as much gas. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be. The cost of travel can be diverted into the cost you need to cover your electricity. Yeah. Anyways, it's... I'm glad that it's trending towards there. I'm glad so too. Yeah. And it's, I think. Cause I think companies who've like talked about like a hundred percent working from home kind of thing, they're going in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Or even being hybrid. Like for me, where I work, it's yeah. hybrid. I yeah, go yeah, into, yeah. I go twice a week, Yeah, which is honestly, I thought like, ugh, it, yeah. the, A, I really enjoy what I do. This is a first for a long time, like ever yeah. that I've actually like, oh my God, you're paying me for doing what I already am like. Fiend. That warms my heart. Like I'm a social media fiend. So that getting paid for it so is much. like, yeah. Awesome. And that's what I told them during my interview. I'm like, they're like, so how do you feel about this position? I'm like, what do you mean? You're going to pay me (laughs) to be on social media, which I'm already on all the time anyway. What? What? (laughs) They're laughing. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, I'm not joking. Like, no, what? Like, this is great. It's like dev testers. You're going to pay me to play games all day. (laughs) Right. Broken games, mind you, but. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I go in, it's hybrid like twice a week. And I, at first I was like, why? What's the point? I'm doing everything right. from home anyway. Right. But I do enjoy it because then I like, like being in a meeting or meeting, like being in, like face to face in person. Yeah. 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 Um, it is. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying every day though. It does not need no, to be every day. No. Especially like if, if your role is any role that you're yeah. mostly on your computer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the majority of your time, why? Yeah. And I think that's what's happening with like companies. Like I was talking to someone who happens to own a cleaning business, and they said, like, I was like, "How's that going?" And like I was asking, like, "Has COVID affected your business?" And yada yada yada. And they're like, "Yeah, of course." But what's really hard for so many companies right now is having people finding labor, right? right? And that's because laborers are realizing this is bullshit. Either I have been working in really awful conditions and I dealt with it for so long. And, and for some, you know, he, this person was saying because they're getting like CERB or government support of some sort, they don't feel like they're like, why, why am mm. I going to go back to a toxic environment? Right. Right. What's the point? <laughs> I'm making either maybe the same or a little bit more being on my, my serve until I figure out what I want to do or find actually a company where that values people values, right. 
the people who work there that the environment is not toxic. It's not stressful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that I'm seen in, in some way. And so I was like, and they're like, yeah, so that's the only tough part about in that industry. And in, in this person's like cleaning business is finding labor. And I was like, well, okay. Maybe you have to look into treating people a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> just, just a thought, just a thought, just a thought, you know, <laughs> I'll go into that story next year. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, my point is, is that 2021 has been mm-hmm. a roller coaster. Yeah. It's been super. It was like, you know what it is? It fe- I felt like at the beginning of 2021, mm-hmm. like 2020 was like, I went way up. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And then 2021 around March, I started going down. I was exhausted. I was like, yeah. Fucking burnt out. Burnt yeah. out from trying to figure out on starting a business. Yeah. Having I'm gonna fucking say it, like a struggling client. Right. That was like all although it was a fucking headache. Yeah. But it was great lessons in order for me to know, okay, now I know what kind of client I want to work with or not, you know. So that was good lessons there. But then I crashed even further down because I was exhausted. Right. I did three years of like pushing this community and I'm doing it all on my own. Okay. I just crashed. I just couldn't, I couldn't give, I gave so much Mm -hmm. and then went up a little bit. And then this blessing that came that presented itself out of nowhere. Thank goodness. Timing wise. Mm -hmm. If we didn't have that, I don't know. I don't know where we'd be. We'd be pawning off shit. I'm not going front. <laughs> okay. We would be pawning off some stuff if okay. I if this didn't come in. Sure. Which now I like, I love. And to go back to like the whole hybrid thing, that's the only thing that gets to me is the fucking travel. Yeah. That is so, first of all, this is a rant. <laughs> this is a rant episode. No, it's not. It's been a rant. It's been since a rant. Five minutes ago. Okay. First of all, what the fuck Toronto transportation, whether it's highway or you take public transportation. First of all, public transportation should be way better. Why is it that this city doesn't dedicate a lane? And I know they try it in certain, you know, streets, major streets where it's like at a certain time, this is only for taxis and buses and shit. But that's not really doing much. (laughs) It should be on all the fucking roads. All the different streets in the city. That's number one. And then now, like, because they're struggling, because so many, they have a fair, maybe not so many, but they have a fair amount of employees that are not vaccinated. So now that's creating delays to fucking get to places. Yeah. Because they don't have enough, like, employees that are, like, working or I don't know. This city is a shit show when it comes to transportation. And I'm boggled. This is the most populated, most money-making, maybe mm-hmm. right next to Vancouver and or yeah. something like that. Yeah. How is it that our transportation is this shit is beyond me? Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, why did we move back here again? Mm. Because of that. Mm. I know people. It's horrible. It's, ugh, it's, yeah. I'm going to stop my rant because I feel like I'm going to keep going. I'm glad you're getting it off your chest, though. Oh, but 2021, this past fucking four to four, the past last six months. No, four months. It's been hard. Okay. And it's and and I'm just saying it's not just us. 
I know there's so many people in our position and it's fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. on how companies or executives and it's it's actually embarrassing on how much the blatancy, the blatancy of how much they do not value laborers mm. and how they treat people. Yeah. And that boggles my mind more than anything. Yeah. Like how much 2021 has revealed that so much. And I'm telling you, if this continues and that that people, the greed. Yeah. The greed yeah. of of like I get it why yeah. the, these young people are like not even like tax the rich or give a chance or let's do a system for the rich. They're at the point where they're saying eat the rich. I get it. Yeah. Because it's like we've tried. <laughs> this younger generation is like if you don't get this shit together, there's going to be something. We going to yeah. eat you. Yeah. <laughs> In some way, whatever that metaphor is, and I totally get that. It's it's <sighs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Thank you for listening to no the problem. show. No problem. It was uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh huh. <laughs> oh, I agree with everything. 100%. <sighs> How's your 2021? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honestly, it's been, uh, it's been revealing for you too. Yeah. There's been a whole bunch of new things I've discovered about myself. Yeah, there's been times where it's been really stressful and yeah. times where it's been really great. And there's been more great times lately than uh, there are stressful times. So, yeah, I mean, we still have clients that, you know, we were working with. So we still got income with that. Yeah. You know, you know keep trying harder and yeah. keep trying to focus on uh, this podcast engineering thing and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we... I'm excited. You know what I mean? I'm excited for the new year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited too. Me too. Like mm-hmm. with this job that I have, I, like I said, I, I really enjoy, I feel like I'm learning a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to be around this caliber of what publicdom or influences and okay. what that looks like. Right. That it actually like. Like how to navigate it and stuff. Navig- it yeah. inspires me. Nice. That I'm like, oh, okay. Like it's giving me ideas and stuff like that business wise. Material girl. It's, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm grateful that, yeah, like I'm I'm really great. Like I really like where I, the team that I work with are really cool. Mm. Really, really cool. Nice. I not gonna front i always have my guard up because i am the only black person there Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. but it's kind of interesting to be in that position too because i have the language to to kind of check people right if anything should ever shake down right when (laughs) it shakes down (laughs) right i'm being kind (laughs) so i was telling you like i saw a tiktok Mm mm-hmm so at my company, it's like, there's like kind of like two division, right? So we're on a more brand position, okay, branding division, I should say. And uh-huh. then there's the entertainment part. Gotcha. And uh, on the entertainment part, there's only one black girl. She, like this person is mixed. And so I, so we had like a, a company shoot, right? And I saw right. this person I said she, so her. And there's a TikTok where there's a guy crossing each other, two black guys crossing each other, and one guy gives the nod, and the other guy doesn't. 
Right. And the music is like this kind of scary thriller kind of get out kind of music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I died when I saw that because I so related. Right. Because that's what happened with me. And I was really, I wanted to step out the freaking office and be like, girl, I gave the fucking nod. What up? And, And are you sure she saw you through the office window? Oh no, here's I just remembered. Right. As she passed, yeah. I wasn't by the window. I was at the door. And the door was oh, open. Okay. So she, you could clearly come on. Right. I'm a dark skinned, voluptuous black woman. Sure. Okay. You cannot miss me in that right. environment. Gotcha. And you cannot miss any movement in that environment coming from me. Gotcha. Stupid question. <laughs> She, I know, made eye contact, saw me. I did the nod, and I did not get it back. And I was like, yeah, what's happening right now? What's happening? Right? Yeah. And it makes you question. I'm like, (laughs) 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 it's like the whole, the sound of like the the, the spoon stirring the tea all on Get Out. And they're like, Like, I don't know what that sound was. That's how I felt. I was like, (gasps) I heard a teacup. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I felt like that girl from Boulder Guys. Yeah. 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 I'm having a good time on TikTok as well. Oh my God. Yeah. You are ticked. Like, okay. You're, I, first of all, I'm so happy that you're on, you're into TikTok, but you're yeah. more of like a, like you're, you're a participator, viewer, commenter kind of TikToker. Yeah, you're, you're not I a creator. No. Right. You're not no, a TikTok no. creator. No. You're like, weren't you telling me you stayed up like all night one time? Yeah, that happened. Because why? Just started going down the TikTok rabbit <laughs> hole. I just started, you know, swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> but you were telling me about like this really interesting, you were part of a live, like you, wa- you were watching of a live with this indig- uh, indigenous woman. Yeah. Chrissy Morso. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And she... It was very fascinating. It's just you were revealing. Sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, learned some new stuff and definitely kind of gave me a better perspective on things. Yeah. Yeah. Of what it's like to live on, on the res. Right. In Canada. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause she, cause you're saying she's like in That's North- their word, by the way. Oh, yeah. okay. Just saying. In Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm like, do I get permission? I don't know. Honey. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> I know the answer. <laughs> The fact that I'm asking, I'm like, girl, you know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was talking about her experience there and just yeah. the colonial mindset sometimes within yeah. our community. Yeah. Yeah. And- her community specifically, the band manager's HR is a white woman. Ooh, and yeah. What? And yeah. Yeah. What? And, I, you know, and I can understand maybe a white woman who gets colonization, but turns out she doesn't really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like TikTok. I learned so much about. It's really, again, 2021, 2020, Mm -hmm. very revealing Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. reveals a lot, showing you what it's like. I've learned so much about, I I think this is the only social media that I've actually seen more indigenous people ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, I don't see it on Facebook. I don't see it like the algorithm. Mm -hmm. I, I truly enjoy the algorithm it could be shit sometimes on how it treats like people of color 
let alone yeah. like black and indigenous. Yeah. It's oh, fun, yeah. you know? Yeah, I've not seen that many indigenous people ever in any other social yeah. digital front at all. And it's I've seen videos amazing. Yeah, I've seen uh, videos on TikTok where they talk about you can do this thing, I think, where you stitch yourself into the to the video, like either before, after, or side by side kind of thing. Right. There's videos that get taken down that are doing a commentary on a video that's like that's like blackface. I mean, it's like a TikTok channel dedicated to blackface. And there's people making mean? comments about that TikTok. What do you mean? Other people doing blackface? There's like a whole, white people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, a whole, whole... There's a whole channel on there. I don't want to say the name to, you know... Yeah. Inadvertently give it traffic or whatever, but there's a whole channel there. And people have made TikToks referring to that channel. Uh-huh. And their videos get taken down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that whole channel, TikTok, stays up. Huh. Yeah. It's wild. It is wild out in those TikTok streets. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not that deep into the TikTok world. <laughs> uh, accountability TikTok is the best. Yeah. I like yeah, those. Yeah. When they're like, do your thing, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to also, well, before we go into deeper, I'm, mm-hmm. I already got mm-hmm. deep, like, well, got into rants and stuff. I was seeing my, my AKA Carrie Bess. You know who that is? No. Carrie Bess is the pioneer of one of, Nova Scotia's first black owned and operated newspaper. And she was honored, I think a couple of days ago on Google's doodle. Okay. Oh yeah. I remember that. She's best. uh, Best was a black publisher, broadcaster, journalist, author, and activist from new Glasgow, Nova Scotia, who was born in 1903. And in 1946, she started the clarion a newspaper dedicated to and written by the African-American community. I wonder if mm. public libraries, if we can have access to that, that'd be really interesting to see it like, would be. what was going on yeah. during that time. Yeah. Uh, the So she was one of the um, media front that wrote about Viola Desmond's arrest mm, okay. back in November, 1946. Like, so the Clarions was one of the early media people, media fronts okay. that uh, okay. wrote about it. She was also appointed to the Order of Canada in 1974 and later promoted to Officer of the Order. Nice. She died in 2001 at the age of 98. Wow, that's a great life. Mm. And the Order of Nova Scotia was bestowed on her in twenty uh, in 2002. In 2011, she was also honored with a postage stamp. Nice. That is Carrie Bess. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give a shout out to Kunle. Yeah. Just for uh, looking out for me. You yeah. know, yeah, you talk about having like really people you can call friends. Mm. You know what I mean? And Kunle is definitely close to my heart. He looks out for me and I just want to give him a shout out. I Appreciate give, it. I want to give a shout out to Leslie and Drew mm. as well. Yeah. For we went to Jamaica mm-hmm. and. I was very hesitant. I was almost going to cancel because of our, you know, financial situation. And I'm glad that we did because I felt like it was necessary Mm -hmm. for not just like mental health reason. Yeah, totally. Honestly, I was, I'm not, this is our journal, right? It's a comedy journal, right? I was concerned for you. I, I was. And, and I did tell you too, that like when, what happened with what happened, that, you know, at first we feel a sense of relief when mm-hmm. we're like mm-hmm. laid off or whatever, but then it kicks in where it's just human nature. It kicks in. You start questioning yeah. yourself. You start. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. 
you know, so definitely went through I, all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was telling you, like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you warned me about it. Yeah. And it did. And I, I just didn't, I was concerned because I didn't know how, like it hit you hard. Mm-hmm. And so I, so we went to Jamaica and I was like, I really hope it's going to uplift you. And it's, and I'm so glad that it did. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for Leslie and Drew because they were also part of that in helping I, helping you, helping us to just kind of remember that, that we're, we're, like, we're important and yeah. we gotta value our, our well-being. So I yeah. appreciate these their friendship for yeah, that, same. for helping you remember that you are you use important. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, recorded an episode with them on a new series that they're working on. So I'm looking forward to hearing that. Yeah. yeah. We'll put, oh, uh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're on their show. Correct. Interracial John. So happy they're back. <laughs> they're doing an amazing series. And I'm loving the new format so much. Nice. So much. Nice. Yeah, so much. <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, like, I appreciate their friendships. For you know, like they've been so honestly instrumental. Literally, Drew just sent me a message saying that he's got a super rough cut of the episode that he wants me to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> and I also want to say shout out and appreciation as well to our other friends, Joe and Andrew, mm. because they're constantly been looking out for us. Yeah, I don't like. I'm so grateful for them. I can't wait to see them. We're going to get together with them on the 30th, we by the way. We got some good friends. We really we do. We got some good friends. Like, we got fucking solid, cool-ass motherfucking yeah. friends. <laughs> yes, we <Okay>? do. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, Andrew really, like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't, they wouldn't refer me. Like, this opportunity happened because of them, yeah. because of Andrew. Right. And so I want to give a big shout out to them because they were always like looking out for us yeah. as much as like we look out for them. And, you know, like yeah, I couldn't like called me this morning. <laughs> he's like, he's, 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 I can still tell that he's like wiping the sleep yeah. out of his eyes. Right. He's just like, you know, so I ran into this person who's like super friends with the super CEO. And uh, he's <laughs> yeah. really interested in seeing your work. So uh, just send that over. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I so good. yeah, and so I good. appreciate you know. I'm gonna give more shout outs to even my sister yeah. fr- from forever, Mercedes and yeah. Tanisha, and you know Daria, and ah, oh, gosh, so many people like you know Julie, even yeah. like when the whole Black Lives Matter and the few few white people, very few. I know many white people. All right, and so you know, like. Dominic and Annie and fucking and Nick and Sue yeah. and like, but to go back to Julie, I have to give her flowers because she was one of the few Julia too. Mm-hmm. Julie and Julia. Look at that. Who are the few of, yeah, I'm going to give flowers to the white people who like, yeah, <laughs> was like, I did not know. <laughs> I'd like to report some racism. I'm noticing a lot of racism going on. This George Floyd thing? Where do I go to report that? <laughs> but shout out to people like too that we work with like Christina. Mm. And Christina is so lovely. She's the nice. 
I have never experienced someone who is so nice, mm. but tells you like, what the fuck at the same time in such a nice way. So shout out to you, Christina. That is a superpower, like such a yeah. sweet way, but yeah. be like, what the? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if it wasn't, you know, like even like Kate, who's another like flowers to the white people who like, Hey man, you all right. You mm. know? All these like friends, like I really want to, I don't think I've, we ever take the time to say thank you. And we appreciate you. We don't, <laughs> we don't like, I know, but I just wanted to say how much I appreciate. Mm -hmm. And I want to give like flowers to the people in my own, like, you know, black creators community, like Tristan and Carlina and Nicole and Casey and Kayla. I feel like, you know what I sound like that lady from that that show Robber room yes <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely and my my girl courage who taught me about inclusive being inclusive with the black deaf creator community mm -hmm. you know and mm -hmm. just being inclusive to the the the, the deaf community you know my girl <laughs> lexi who is like uh, on that hundred <laughs> she's like having three friends in one yeah, Alexis is, yeah. <laughs> yes. She's like my friend times three. <laughs> yes. Uh, people like that, like, really have, you know, there's moments sometimes where I feel alone. I feel mm. like nobody, you know, like, yeah, like, I got to give a shout out to Sarah, too, for, like, the smiles and the motivational conversations support, we have. Yeah. And support. Yeah, sometimes there's moments where I feel really alone mm -hmm. and I'm like, nobody cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That is so sad. Yeah. And then just saying it out loud, saying my, giving flowers and shout outs to the people, it's making me realize you're not alone. Right. You're not. You're just, you just have to reach out. It's your ego getting in the way. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, like, you know, even like, you know, I went out with Courage and Lexi for Courage's birthday. And I was really, I had a moment where I'm going to open up being even more open and not just be vulnerable, but just to say, I really need my sisters right now. I can't like, and that's what I did. Like, I was like, are we hanging out? Like the end of the year is happening and I really need to, I need y'all. Like I need this, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So yeah. So shout out to, to sisterhood, to friendships, to, Amazing friends. Good. Thank you for looking out. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for the conversation, the laughter. I just, you know, wanted to say that because this is like our like last season one episode. Right. Until the new year. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of give flowers to those people and anyone else who really I've had conversations for your patience with me because 2021, because it was a shit show for me too. I was so burnt out. I had to reach out to some people that I felt like I, I, um, am I ate on them that we were supposed to do things. And I just did not have the energy. I just couldn't do it. So I reached out to them. And I said, look, I'm sorry, but I was going through it. I just didn't have it in me to even like send a reminder or get on a zoom right? or do the project. Cause I just, I'm worn out. And, and here's the plot twist. Everybody understands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. is like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So shout out to all the people. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah. For to who I have communicated, laughed or anything in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Wow. That was long. <laughs> Do you want to get to the word of the show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the word this show, I'm going to start by giving you the clue sentences, and then you're going to tell me which word is the word. Okay. 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 All right. So the first clue is a clever and unethical lawyer can cozen the prisoner into an admission of guilt. What? You're not giving me the, wait, what's the word? The founders of Lula Rose constantly cousin their retail subscribers. So the pronunciation is cousins. I said cousin earlier. Oh. But it's cousin. Say that word again. A Say clever, the phrase. A clever and unethical lawyer can cousin the prisoner into an admission of guilt. Uh, can manipulate, can... The founders of Lula Rose constantly cousin their retail subscribers. They manipulate, they hustle them, they give them this kind of, yeah, they direct them into into manipulative decision-making that's your, out of their control. What's your final answer? That they think it's control, but it's not. I see it's to trick or manipulate. You got it, sweetie. Woohoo! Yeah. So uh, the definition is trick or deceive mm -hmm. or obtain by deception. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's cousin. 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 Okay. I'm thinking because it has cuz, like it's a cause. Okay. Cousins. Is it C-A-U-S-I-N? No, it's not a word. Is that your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> C-O-Z-E-N. Okay. Yeah, cousin. I will use that word. Mm -hmm. Cousin. C O Z E N. Nice mm -hmm. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, in the news. 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 I like the news. News. Oh. News. News. What is in the news? Yay, the news is not What's bad. in the news? What's in the news? Did you know that there was anti-vaccine sentiment that turned into violence back in 1885, Montreal? I think you did tell me about that a while back. Did I record I it, think, though? I can't remember. I think I told you, but I don't know if I recorded it on the show. But I do remember you telling me it. And I do remember you saying, like, look at this shit. Like, look at this. <laughs> so, fuck? so on January 30th. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, it was May 1885. My bad. 1885. Wow. Yes. <laughs> there was a suspension of vaccination program for three months. So basically, pay people were... So the anti-vaxxers won. Well, no. I think they were doing some kind of... So anti-vaccine protesters smashed all the windows at the Central Police Station in Montreal because they couldn't... Whoa, that's a full-on riot. It was a riot. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a demonstration or a protest. No. Oh my God. No. no. Because, they were out. because there was like a program that you had to get vaccinated in order to go back to work, I believe. And so. Yeah, it's pretty standard practice. Yeah. yeah. So the chief of police was stabbed in stone and survived. Oh my God. <laughs> that riot. Rioters fired at police. The guns. Yes. And police escalated their tactics in an attempt to disperse the mob. It was a huge mob. Although the Board of Health was um, ambivalent about re uh, resorting to force. force how, come, how come Quebec people go so hard for the wrong things? I don't know. What the fuck? Well, uh, 1,400 armed military men gathered at the city hall and patrolled the city. 
The Board of Health blamed the riots on lies that were told by vaccine opponents that vaccine administrators would enter women's bedroom and tie children down to be vaccinated. That was a that, what that anti-vaxxers were saying that the government would do. They had these like, yeah, pamphlets, these like propaganda pamphlets oh all over God. the city that this was that this is what they're going to do if you don't get it done. Yeah, oh my God. I think it was for. I think it goes into telling us which one. I think it was polio. I think. Anyway, no further major violence occurred. For the most part, the rioter, the riot resulted in only in property damages. In the five-week period ending on October 31st, 1391, people died of... It was smallpox. Wow. People died of smallpox in Montreal. Ultimately, the outbreak resulted in at least 19,000 cases and five about 5,900 deaths in the province of Quebec, and 3,250-ish plus of these deaths in Montreal alone. The outcome of the riot was neither a, a capitulation to the demands of anti-vaccine activists nor a heavy-handed enforcement of policy. Rather, after this epidemic, the opposition to vaccinations shifted to courtrooms and activist leagues. Arguments from anti-vaccine campaigners invoked concern about individual liberties and fears that the risk of vaccination might exceed the benefits. <laughs> At the time, <laughs> this this goes to show you, like, this is not, this is so not the new. the risk is death and the benefit is life. Hmm. Right. And, and, and hmm. I wasn't, yeah. At the time, smallpox vaccine used lymph taken from cowpox pustules on cows or infected humans and vaccines could become contaminated and cause secondary infections. Vaccine opponents wondered why some people became sick despite being vaccinated. Among physicians, theoretical questions swirled around how vaccination worked and many wondered if cowpox used to make vaccines was caused by the same virus as smallpox. Oh my God. Do you see how this is not new, what we're going through right now? This is just revealing about, we have a demographic of our population that is not educated. Right. Or they're just educated enough where they want to exploit the uneducated. Yeah. yeah. How many times I've talked to yeah. a non, if uh, I've spoken to people who have not vaccinated mm -hmm. and you say, get vaccinated. And mm -hmm. they're like, well, what's the point? It's not, it's not, you're still going to get it. You're still going to get COVID. Joe Rogan doesn't get vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> notably for physicians today, it was scientific uncertainty alone that allowed anti-vaccine campaigners so to effectively push back against public health laws. Wow. In 1906, two decades after the Montreal riots, <laughs> the Anti-Vaccination League of Canada succeeded in convincing the Toronto Department of Health to remove a vaccination requirement from schools. Wow. Anti-vaccine activists framed their opposition in terms of social class and personal autonomy. Opposition to smallpox vaccination, whether expressed by angry crowds or constrained to courtrooms, communicated discomfort with the shift in power over a personal health decision. 
Although smallpox was eventually eradicated, anti-vaccine sentiment was not. Recent surveys have shown that nearly a third of Canadians would be unwillingly to take vaccines against SARS-CoV-2 today, just as in 1985. Yeah. So the same percentage from back then is almost statistically the same percentage of what we're going through now. Many people see public health policies as another expression of society's power imbalances. We're talking about people that we have to share space with and they want access to that space because of everything you get from that space, but don't want to share it by the same rules. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's, if they can't share it by their rules, like then fuck you. Like I'm not going to, you know, I'll still be here. Yeah. But I'm not going to, I'm just going to not going to follow your rules. (laughs) It's like, but. You, but we're both, we both we're want this. To, we're trying to be alive. Yeah, we both can want we, to be alive, can right? Can we just be alive? Oh, my God. Like, come on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, uh, like, it, there's millions of people dead. Yeah. Yeah. And well, uh, maybe not millions. What's the, the death toll right now? Worldwide or in Canada? In Canada and worldwide? What is it? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Don't say it like that. Like, you're like. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's there's a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, 5.35 million deaths worldwide. Wow. And yeah, in Canada, there's 30,000 deaths. So if there's a lesson for doctors from the, the whole that Montreal vaccine riot, it may be to respect the power of personal health decisions and to remember that power has multiple forms of expression. For many, a personal health decision is something reached over time, often in the context of a trusted patient physician relationship mm-hmm. look i'm all about community immunity mm-hmm. i mean it, it just goes to show you that if this happened for smallpox this too shall pass but it's it is the cons- one of the stats that was mentioned is yeah, but smallpox came back though did it i think so yeah mm-hmm. anyways go ahead sorry i didn't keep but interrupting out of all the pandemics right this has been the longest statistically oh, okay. yeah in order okay. to try to eradicate or to get in the direction of eradicating it wow. or at least to we're not in eradication yet because i think it just goes to show you that i think all the bent pandemics there are vaccines to help you survive if you get it mm-hmm. and then once that happens science will start doing will, will start creating and searching for a vaccine to actually try to eradicate it Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? I think this is what I gathered, like, gotcha. from all the right. pandemics, right. right? This is to slow it from killing everybody. Right now, it's to yeah, slow, yeah. exactly. Like, let's at least not die from it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I don't, I'm trying, yeah. Can you at least, not only you try to not die from it, but other people can also have yeah. some survival yeah. from not dying from it. Yeah. Let's just do that. Why can't we not agree to at least, can we, can we all agree let's at least not die from it? Yeah. Please, yeah. That's all. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was interesting that hopefully this too, it's not hopefully, this too shall pass. Yeah. The only concern with this one, it's how long it's taking in comparison Mm. to others. Yeah. Giving it a fighting chance. Yeah. Yeah. And now with this Omicron. Yeah, is, there's TikToks that like uh, follow the social media posts of someone who is like an anti-vaxxer and who winds up dying eventually. 
Yeah, and, I yeah, heard about that. They, yeah, they show they the poster. They're like, you know, my body, my choice. They use all the uh, um, they do like language kind of thing. And yeah, and there's a group of people who do checkups on people who have gone on TikTok and said, "My body, my choice," and then. They 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 yeah. probably have a Google yeah. alert on. I don't, I don't know, know how they do it. I don't know. And then they go back and like, oh yeah, that person. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not. It's yeah. no longer. So the final post will be from a family member who's saying <sighs> like they've departed us and stuff like that. And it's like holy wow. shit, man. Damn. Mm. Yeah. In gossip news, so I've been watching that show. It's not called Sex in the City anymore, but it's like. Uh, Oh, fuck. What is it called? It's so, first of all, I think it's a terrible title. And this is it or something? Or, uh, and here we are? No, is no, it? No, okay. It's not Sex in the City. It should have been still maybe Grown in the City instead of that title. Grown I don't in know. the City. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> because that's what it is. <laughs> Nobody's calling it by its new name. Everybody's right? just calling it the Sex in the City reboot. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Because everybody's like, nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's called the reboot. Oh, and just like that. And just like that. Okay. So I am watching the show. And just like that, what? What's the implication there? Like life? Like it just. Yeah. Here we are now, 40 years later kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. We're 40s, like 50s. -hmm. Their character is more in their 50s. Gotcha. Yeah. And just like that, they're in their 50s. Like magic. I think that's what it, I think that's right. the idea. Like, yeah. oh, just like that. Look, we're already. Oh, uh, whoops, I'm 50. We have a teenager. One, uh, one character. They're teenager. First of all, let me tell you something. Tell me. One of their characters is it? I keep forgetting who's who. Yeah. Is it Charlotte Miranda? And fuck. I anyway, don't know. I don't know. Miranda, who's the lawyer? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Miranda, I'd like to see pictures. Charlotte, and why do I forgot? I keep and Carrie. There you go. Okay. So Charlotte is the lawyer, and no Miranda. She has a teenager. Gotcha. It's teenage son mm-hmm. who lives with them, and the girlfriend lives with them. Okay. And they openly have sex in the house. Like the parents hears them have sex in the house. And they're fucking okay with it. Wait. Yeah. For their character, like, they're like, is this cool? Or they're kind of like, is that okay? Is this weird? Yes, it's fucking weird. It's your house. <laughs> Motherfucker ain't paying rent. Yeah, all you got to do is knock on the door. And that'll let them know. Get a that fucking. That can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> Won't you get a job? Go get yourself an Airbnb or a motel or whatever if you feel right. like it. Right. I don't know, but not in my house. Right. I was like, really? Like, there's like, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. I was watching it, and the kids probably like, I think they're teens, late, yeah. like nineteen. Right. Never. I would never. And I'm talking about like they're having grown, really loud, <laughs> like the 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 girlfriend saying their son's name out loud. Like, they're, like, fucking like rabbits. They're not even trying to, like... Not even, like... Be discreet. At least have some respect and be discreet. You're right. right. Like, yeah. at least have some respect that you ain't paying rent. Yeah. I think they're in college. Okay. I think they're college age or something. Yeah. Yeah, don't you And they ask, can my do? girlfriend live here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I was like, this is some white people shit right wow, there. Like, okay. 
have to say All that. Right. <laughs> like, All right. no way. <laughs> now, mind you, you and I moved in when we were teens. Yeah. But we had some respect. Yeah, we, we definitely were discreet. But yeah. we should have, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <we've been> <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. And it wasn't like, from what their characters, like, every day. Like, they're, they're going through that every sure. night, hearing their sure. son and girlfriend. That was okay. And then you have Carrie's role is married to Mr. Big, like the love, right. the guy that she's been chasing or loving for the re- for a whole lot. Gotcha. Long time. Oh, so she. So they're did. married. Okay, gotcha. They're, they're married. They got married from the last movie are. or whatever. Of course they are. And, but spoiler alert for anyone who's watching the show her husband dies on the second. Episode. Mr. Big dies. Mr. Big dies. Okay. Totally, I was shocked. I was like, "Oh my god, oh, that's she's... so unexpected!" Like, what? Yeah, okay. And then I'm looking at the news, and I think I know why Mr. Big got killed off. Why? Because Chris North, not North, I think that's how you say his name. The actor who plays Mr. Big is being allegedly like there are two women who say who are calling him out for sexual assault. Yeah. And I think a couple of days ago, his ex-girlfriend, supermodel Beverly Johnson, accused him of beating her. Oh boy. Making death threats against oh, her boy. and vowed to kill her dog when they were dating back in 1995. And so now this article. Oh, so he's like unhinged. Is is resurfacing Oof. about that? Yeah, yeah. So because this, he's being accused of rape by two women. Oh my god. Yeah, I was I was like, what? Oh my god. What? I knew that this actor Chris Noth loves women of color. Like his wife is a woman of color, right? He's oh always dating. So that hurts even more. <laughs> so I was like, what? He's 67. He was accused of beating Johnson, who's now 69. The allegations were made in court documentations, documents followed by Johnson, who tried to get a restraining order against him back then. Jesus. And now this article resurfaced. Johnson reportedly told a pal that she had never been so frightened in her life. According to this article. Oh my gosh. No criminal charges were brought against uh, Noth. At the time, uh, the piece has now been resurfaced on Instagram, uh, some kind of Instagram account. I think the pseudonym Zoe and Lily are the two women who are now 40 and 31 told the Hollywood reporter that they have been raped by him, by Noth. The first woman, Zoe, said Noth raped her from behind in his apartment in Los Angeles in 2004. There's a uh, article that came out on people.com yesterday and it's uh, saying a third woman. There's a third? Yeah. He's denying it. Yeah. He's denying it. And then now there's articles saying that the white, his wife is supporting him and she's like, right. You know, like, yeah, she, she feels, she feels hurt by the lies and stuff. Yeah. The actor began dating his now wife, Tara Wilson in 2004. And so this person is saying this, this happened like three years after date, like while he's dating his now wife, a second woman, Lily was, has also accused Noth of raping her from behind again. How you in New York? Oh my God. In his New York home in 2015, Three years after he wed 
his wife, whom they have two sons with. And so he was married and raping people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Noth admitted to consensual encounters. So he admitted on the account encounters, but he's saying that they are lying in terms in terms of the raping. Oh, okay. But he's not saying if it's if but he he's not saying uh the encounters were with these women, but he is saying that he did have encounters. Oh, while aside dating, from the women that are accusing him of sexual I, assault. I think okay. so. Okay. With the two women. So oh, so okay, so he admitted to consensual encounters with the Okay, with the two women, with these two women. He has. Okay. But vehemently denied any accusation that he assaulted them. Oh my gosh. I, and then I'm like, he's 67. You're a boomer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And for him, he probably, yeah, he, he, I think in his mind, he thinks just going from behind, forcing himself from behind. And the fact that they were probably just in shock that that didn't. And the fact that they probably didn't say, obviously didn't say anything that for him, that can't be rape. It's like, um, remember that show, the morning show with, uh, Steve Carell's character. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a friendly guy. I'm like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, Oh my God, I'm no like giving hugs. Yeah. You're a creep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I could see. Yeah. Just because creepy his behavior. His mindset be like that character. Just because creepy behavior has been normalized in our societies and our workplaces. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's not creepy. Right. Yeah. So that, so now I understood. I was like, why was it so abrupt? That's so, my brain was like, this is so weird. That's unexpected. Why is he gone like that? They just wrote him out. eh? Yeah. And he's dead. They wrote him out. And it's interesting too, because Carrie's character never like hardly like, I don't think she cries for him at all. So I think it's like Sarah Jessica's Parker way of, and she did that too in the first episode, the way that, they wrote off Samantha. Does Samantha move? Yeah. So her character, oddly enough, but it's not odd, does not cry for Mr. Big, right? Like she, I think that's even in character for her, that character. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I never watched the show, but she always struck me as being pretty emotionally shallow as a character. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. You're right. But, you're right yeah. about that. But I think, yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. In other news, in maybe the, they had a terrible relationship and it was just, you know, time. Mm, <laughs> just kidding. Stop. No, stop. Stop. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. In <laughs> <laughs> other news, in what the fuck news, mm. a man got kicked off the flight for wearing women's underwear as a face mask. I mean, why? Wow. Why? Like, the blatancy. Because he's an asshole that likes to be an asshole in like, shared spaces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In a footage taken by another passenger and shared widely online, Adam Jean can be seen wearing a pink thong. Oh, I mean, over his. And a thong, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> over his. Go off, I guess. Cis. Yeah. White. Hetero. Here's the deal. Christian you, males yeah. are like. <laughs> Here's the deal. You can keep the thong. Just put a mask over it. Yeah. Just put your mask over it. Right. We, it, like, you get your jellies hey, I'll off give of you a mask. Spelling. We got them free here at the airport. Right. They sure do. Yeah. They sure do. They sure do. 
Yeah, it's a thong over his face. He sits in his seat behind the flight before the flight from Fort Lauderdale to Washington. I'm going to play a footage. I don't wear the mask in the airport at all. At all. TSA makes you do it to get through TSA. But the second I get my bin and I put my belt back on, it's off. As soon as I can, I say, fuck you to everybody. Because I'm that guy. Why you be that guy? Yeah, because I like saying, fuck you. Look at me. Hey, everybody. Fuck you. I think he wanted this to go, like, he wanted to go viral. He definitely does. Assholes like attention. Assholes love attention, and he's trying to make friends with other assholes. Yeah, he's, like, singling other assholes. He's trying to find his asshole community. (laughs) And that's his call out in some weird, fucked up way. As soon as I get a chance, I say, fuck you, take off my mask. We curse a lot. And? (laughs) Adam Jenny says he's done this almost two dozen times throughout the pandemic. What? But this time it didn't fly with a crew in Fort Lauderdale. NBC2 Sarah. What? I do it all the time. Who says he is making history? This is he's making what? History. See? Didn't I say it's his call out to other assholes? Yeah. And his asshole community? Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard this video before, by the way. So my reaction is totally genuine. Okay, I don't doubt you. I know, but to other people who's listening and first time listener, Go. nobody's gonna know. To which I replied, "It's a mask doing its job." Wearing his statement piece, a bright red thumb. I think the best way to illustrate absurdity is with absurdity. Jenny says, <gasps> "I think this is the same guy. Just I could be wrong, life. but I think Bing he bong. tried to like say." Try to like make it out to be like he's a hero, like Rosa Park or some shit. I think that's the yeah. Oh, they all are. Think, uh, oh yeah, they're down for the cause. Uh, Every single flight has been met with different different reactions from the flight crew. So why do you want to keep go taking a flight? Fucking drive, motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> get in the car. Right. Wear your fucking pink thong mask. Hey, you don't even have to wear a mask if you're by yourself. And drive. Yeah. Drive from what? Where was he coming from? Who cares? Drive right into the ocean. Florida to Washington. That's not. It's a. It's a nice drive. Have some good view. Be on your own and leave everyone the fuck alone. What a fucking tree stump. I am banned from flying United. So so much for the customer is always right. (laughs) Oh my god. People started following, just filing off the plane. Maybe a dozen, something like that. It happened after this guy questioned why Jenny got removed. Then he says others followed his lead. It's nonsense. It's all nonsense. Kobe doesn't know that we're at cruising altitude. It's stupid. Did he? Did he? Did I don't he? even. I don't even want to try and unpack that innumeracy. No thanks. <laughs> Fuck me. The whole thing is theater. Even as COVID cases start to Theater, climb again huh? and hospitals fill up across the country, Jenny is comparing himself to civil rights icons. <laughs> you called it. It is spark change in this country has started from everyday people. Rosa Parks was nobody famous. What? She changed the course of oh, history. Oh, okay. I see what he's saying. This dude was doing this on purpose for this. He, he considers himself it. a martyr for free speech. Yep. He's going to fight for all the frozen peaches out there. Why do you call it frozen peaches? Freeze peach. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of the show. (laughs) Freeze peach? Yes. For all the frozen peaches or freeze peach. (laughs) 
Giuliani wasn't in compliance with the federal mask mandate, and they gave him a refund. Jenny will try to fly again tomorrow. Hopefully Spirit has a better sense of humor tomorrow. We'll see, I guess. Oh, it's jokes. Oh, <sighs> oh he's saying it's jokes. Hmm. He's just joking. It's parody, right? Right. Nobody paid to come to see your show, bro. At all. At all. That's insane. That's in- Yeah. That's it. For- Are you a performative artist? Right? Is, is that what you're doing? No, that was definitely his call out for finding. Such an asshole. He's trying to be a martyr, like you said, a hero. Yeah. He definitely did this for attention and he got it. <laughs> and he, it's his call out for other, for his other asshole yeah, his community free speech people. Friends. Yeah. His free speech. Yes, buddies. <laughs> you almost said free speech. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, free speech. <laughs> <laughs> Freedoms, my freedoms. Oh, that's it for the news, uh, you man. You know, it's my freedom to wear this thong on my face. Fuck you. Fuck your pandemic. Fuck this shared space. Yeah. Fuck this recycled air. It says a lot. I know nothing about fucking science. Yeah, and I don't want to. No, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm. Wait, wait. Are you triggered? Oh, that's that's what's making my dick hard. You being triggered. That's what it is. Yeah. They get off of this shit. They love it. They really do. They love it. Yeah. Because I say, fuck you to everybody. Wow. I don't care. Okay. Slow down there. Speaking of fuck yous. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you got your Bible app open? Uh, Let Bible me get it. No, no, two, one, no. Bible get Wait. All right, Shirley. Ooh. It's that time for Bible Scriptures 90210. It's Ma. the part of the Shirley and Quote podcast where I share with the love of my life and you, the listener, what I've read in the Bible so far and parody it by trying to make it sound all edgy and shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So last time we heard about David dropping a new hot single for God. <laughs> Remember that? It was a bop. Oh, I think so. So today the players are King David himself. And that's it. That's it. That's it. We're doing the second book of Samuel, chapter 23. Hold on. Samuel, chapter 23. Okay. And I call this one. Maybe I should start to think about this kind of stuff. <laughs> Wait, like as in to think things through? Yeah. Before taking action? Maybe. I can't remember why I titled it that. We'll find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we fade from black. Hmm. And we open on David, who's sitting at his desk trying to brainstorm some ideas on what to say for his last words. Why his last words? He's stepping he kn- he down as a king? He, yeah, he's, he knows his, his days are getting, he's getting old, right? Oh, okay. So he's got to put together something. He's, he's tired of the, ki- yeah. the kingdom thing. Yeah, yeah. He's just going to be like, people are going to be like, oh, what do you want to say for your last words? And he's going to point to the tablet or whatever he printed it on. Okay. Yeah. Right. So he focuses on the task at it's hand. It's on the wall. It's on yeah, the yeah. Wall. It's just up there. Just, yeah. just, you know what? <laughs> you read it. He starts thinking out loud and he's all like, what would the guy who was chosen by God say? Hmm. A guy who's had a bunch of hero songs written about him. Maybe I could say David leans back in his chair and is all like, maybe I could say I was the guy who knew how to speak for God. God told me once that a good king should be scared of God. God is like a sunrise after the rain and puts grass everywhere. If I wasn't God's BFF, then he never would have given me so much shit or granted me my wishes. God doesn't like bad guys, so make sure you use something like a spear to kill them and also make sure to burn them once they're dead. I think he, isn't he stepping down because he did some shit without God's permission, like he did his own thing? I can't remember. I feel bad I can't remember. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think he 
I know he did some shit. He did some shit, yeah. but somebody called him out and said that yeah. I know you did some shit without the not without. I think he ended up reconciling with that person. Was he? Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. Mm. So David then decides to make a list of all his favorite followers, like a burn book. What is it? Was that from Mean Girls? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but this is all his favorite followers. Okay. So the first person on the list was a guy named Joshish Bashibeth, and he was on that list for having killed eight hundred men. Wow. The next person on the list was a cat named Eliazor. Joe, wasn't it Job or Joab or something better be in there? Anyway, we'll, go I ahead. guess we'll see. Maybe this is some shade. I don't know. Oof. And he was on David's list because during a fight with the Philistines, when all the Israelite soldiers started to run away, he stayed and fought until his hand had cramped around his sword. Oh, wow. David remembers that in that battle, the Israelite soldiers ended up turning back to loot all the bodies of the dead Philistines. Okay. Next on the list was a guy named Shama. Same thing with Shama. Shama, during... Shama, 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 That's right. That's right. That's a good one. <laughs> Same thing with Shama. During a fight in a field of lentil plants, he stayed and fought the Philistines when the Israelites started to give up. The next on the list was a group of three warriors who risked their lives sneaking into a Philistine camp because David wanted water from that area. Mm. But once they came back with the water, David was acting all humble about actually drinking the water. So he gave the water to God instead. Next on the list was Joab's brother. There we go. He, oh, brother. Joab's brother, Abishai, oh. who was also known as the three because everything he did seemed to come in threes. He was in charge of David's three main armies. He had killed 300 men over his career with David. What? Yeah. This is last. There's a lot of people being killed. So far, it's calculating at fifteen hundred. Right. No, twelve hundred. Yeah, I wonder how many that would be a day. <clears throat> Anyways, <clears throat> so next on the list is a dude named uh, Beniah, who was a renowned fighter. He was known to have killed the two hottest fighters in a place called Moab. He supposedly hottest. <laughs> yeah, he supposedly killed a lion on a snow day as well. Oh. That's he hard. also killed an Egyptian person by disarming them with their spear and killing them with it. That's impressive because Egyptian people don't fuck around. They yeah. were like known to be hardcore. Yeah, some John Wick sort of stuff right there. <laughs> Benaiah was also put in charge of David's bodyguard detail. Then David ends the list by adding another 30 names to it. And the list had 37 names on it in total. He didn't name Joab? No. Maybe it's on the, the rest of those names, but... Probably better yeah. be. The Bible doesn't mention them, no. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the end of chapter 23. And we fade to black. And some fun Bible facts are three of the Dead Sea Scrolls feature parts of the book of Samuel. Second book of Samuel. The books of Samuel. Oh, Both okay. of them, yeah. Okay. So collectively, they are known as the Samuel Scroll and date from the second and first centuries BCE. Okay. Yeah, the earliest complete surviving copy of the books of Samuel is in the Aleppo Codex, 10th century CE. Okay. So next time we'll hear about God telling David to do a census on all the Israelites and God killing a bunch of them after the counting is done. Oh. More genocide. Oh, man. It's a whole lot of genocide. What would you rename this book to, if you could? Instead of the Bible, what would you call it? Like a holy shit. A manual for genocide. (laughs) Like, or... It's a lot of death. Yeah. For for the first set. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. that's Blake and Donate. 
Pass the plate and donate. Pass the plate and donate. Pass the plate, you gotta donate. The second book of Samuel. Chapter 23. Chapter 23. King David's got a last words. And here's what he's gonna say. He's gonna shout out his faves. Cause God is like the sunrise after the rain. And we hear you, and you better have name Joab. That's the plate. And the name. When you head over there, click at the top of top right corner to the donate button. Your donation helps us keep going, helps us to keep providing you amazing shows and helps support the Chonilla Network and everything that we do. I don't know what else to say. I think you said it all. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was asked, why is it that we do this segment? Bible scriptures? Yes. Okay. Because some people are like, I've had people like, oh, I didn't know you're like this religious. And I'm like, mm. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am about, I consider myself agnostic. Mm. I do believe in a creator. Mm. I am not for religion, like organized religion mm-hmm. in some shape or form, but I really am about roots belief, very mm-hmm. like that there is a creator, you know, the connectivity to space, to nature, to like h- how we are all interconnected. Yes. Not just as human beings, but with space and the planet yeah. and animals and yeah. nature and yeah. that kind of thing. So how this segment was brought up is because of, you know, you and I, it, oh, I was, you know, battling myself mm. with like the idea of I've. I it's mean, always a battle, though. That's the thing. When you're a faithful person and you get involved with religion, they're always going to tell you you're not faithful enough. And I have been questioning because mm. I've been introduced to so many religions. Mm. I've been Catholicism, Christianity, Mormonism, mm. Jehovah Witness. I went to all those like big. You, you did it. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised my parents didn't put it like, didn't say, Hey, there's a Muslim church in the area. Let's go check it out. You yeah, know what we I went mean? to the mosque on our own. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, but even that experience of yeah. going to a mosque, yeah. I, I just like, Oh, okay. For me, people have, it's like, I see it as people have different directions of spirituality or here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Why I don't, I'm not like this idea of religion is because I feel like there is some religions that I've experienced, whether it was Mormonism, Jehovah, Catholicism, Christianity, sure, yeah. or even looking, going to a mosque is that I don't agree with, there seems for some where there's a disconnect to spirituality and it starts turning into the organization of the people who runs the religion. Right. And it's become like where there's the the line can get so blurry that for some 
maybe some churches or some some of these beliefs yeah. where it's like, where did you lose? How did it get so blurry now right. that you've removed on the spiritual at the spiritual aspect? And now you're like so about the organizational community, mm. like where it's like cult like almost type of religion. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, so yeah. So for me, this, this is how I stand. I am yeah. agnostic. Yeah. This segment came because one day, what was it like five, six years ago? A long time ago. That you said, <laughs> you were like, ah, oh, surely, yeah, I don't think I believe in God. Yeah. And it was hard. Like I was, there was, they, they came to a point I was, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like the thing is, oh I, my goodness. I the mean. thing is, I believe all the things you said, like connectivity to the whole cosmos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, I, I believe that like as sentient creatures who can, you know, rationalize, some of us can anyways, mm -hmm. can think about that. You know, like how am I connected to all this? How did I come about? How, why am I here? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I can, I, and I understand that a lot of those answers aren't there. So you have to put your faith in a lot of like directions that you go in. You know what right. I mean? Um, I just don't see it being connected to any type of deity. Yeah. Or being, yeah, no deity. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think because like you've had, being? Nah. And I think nah. because of these questioning it, that you've had, and I, I, like I said, it was a struggle. Like I was like, mm -hmm. Oh man, mm -hmm. what was that going to do with our relationship? And yeah. yada, yada, yada. And I understand what you're saying about like, the, you know, being connected or, or believing in a creator, right? Mm. And that, to me, when somebody says that, it still can fall into the grounds of atheism, where it's like there's no deity attached, but there's a creation. There's like there's like things came about to be through whether it was like you know natural selection, whatever it was, through mm. evolution, through mm. you know we're here now mm. and trying to discover our path and stuff like that. I mean, you, you naturally come to the conclusion that there's like a start, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think. The segment was really stemmed because of that moment when you said that. And I was like, uh, what does that mean? You mm, know, like, cause mm. I, I was still thinking of like, oh, I should take the kids to church and, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like about, well, let's, <laughs> let's make a decision on how we're going to raise our kids in terms of spirituality or yeah. if there's ever yeah. going to be some kind of a religion or whatever. And then I think that, that kind of back and forth you and I had, it was like, you know what, let's just, you said, you know what, let's read the Bible. Let's see. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now that we're like, <laughs> we're at what second book is Samuel. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I, there's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've just gotten into the Bible. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, that's how it came about. It was yeah. because of trying to figure, I think for our kids, what, what does yeah. that mean? Yeah. You being an atheist, me being an agnostic. Well, I, I heard agnostic. more and more, I was doing a lot more, I guess, research from like mm. an atheistic lens kind of thing. Mm. And I just remember hearing a lot of atheists say like, you know what, if you want to become atheist, just read the Bible. But And I said, you know what, let me do that. Let me read this Bible. Let me see what's up. Because yeah. I never did. Yeah. I never lied about it. I never said, like, I did read the whole Bible because I never did. Me too. Yeah. Well, me, well, I thought, you know, going to the Sunday Bible was school, read to me. Yes. Strategically. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the part that it was really eye opening for me. It's like, wow, okay. So, you know, they, they cherry picked what was in the Bible to right. get me to align myself with that, those values. But meanwhile, it's got all this extra baggage on there. And it's all this extra baggage about women being less valuable than men like come on yeah come on so 
Yeah. So the, I yeah. So I, I thought like it's it's the last episode. I thought it'd be really interesting to kind of talk, reframe, not reframe, mm. but just mm. reminded ourselves why did we start this yeah. in the first place? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's it's so fascinating that yeah, I remember I'm coming like, home and being like, oh Shirley, Shirley, did you know about this story? Yeah. Did you know about this? How about this? And you're like, what? Come on. And I'm like, go look. Let's go look at it. <laughs> and that's when I said, you know what? I'm just gonna keep reading it because this is it's too crazy. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how, like, not only you were sharing that, but how did mm-hmm. you figure, you know what, I'm just going to read it on the show. Because every chapter I was, because what ended up happening is I was telling you the stories I was reading per chapter, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's just, there's so much going on. So much. So much, right? So so, much. so I had to break it down chapter yeah. wise just to be able to say like, okay, here's what's going on now. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's wild. It is, it is a wild, it's like a... Real, I never real house, it to be real like housewife, nineties days, fiance, yeah. uh, any of these shows ain't got nothing on. Yeah, I, on, I never expected it. Ever yeah. expected it to be Same. this ratchet. It was like wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. So you're just gonna have orgy with all this guy's wives just right, right in front of the town. Right. You're gonna sell tickets. Right. Come on. Come on. What? Really. <laughs> Anyhow, that that's how it came about. But, trip, yeah. but this is it. This is it. This is our last season. Season one, anyway, for 2021. What do you hope for 2022 as we Just wrap up clear, and say goodbye? Last episode, not last season. Right. Oh, so sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, no worries. Last episode yeah. of season one. Yeah. We're coming back season two in January. Yeah. Because technically we should have a sh- like the 26th falls mm. on Boxing Day, but we're going to spend it with family. Maybe we'll do a fun little mm. thing on our little lavalier mic. Stay tuned for the following year. What are you, what are your hopes? What are your thoughts for 2022? Uh, I love hate 2021. Fuck yeah. Um, lots of, you know, downs, lots of ups. Yeah. Um, and I just hope that there's more ups than downs in 2022. Yeah. 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 I, this, you know, like Montreal, I fuck, I, I hate and love 2021. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, a love hate relationship. Yeah, it's the Montreal of years. <laughs> it's absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. But I am remaining hopeful mm-hmm. for twenty twenty two. I think it's been not as much as it's been a re- revealing year for mm-hmm. us and for so many. I think it's also. I think twenty twenty two. I look into being a realignment to our dreams or what we want to do or where we want to be a nice focus. Yeah. And that's the, that's the hope that I'm looking at for Mm -hmm. 2022. No, that's the belief. I'm not even going to be on hope. Okay. Let's wrap it up because I got to go pee. Yeah. And I, I, and I got to go get some books with the little one at her friends because she got some French books that she has to catch up to. Yeah. So sign up. Thank you so much for listening to the last episode of season one will be back next year. Sign up to find out when we go live or to donate, which helps support what we do by visiting Network.com For show links, images, and see video of the songs or, or video clips played on the show, join the community. I'm going to get back on track to, to sharing it in, the, in actually the group, which is facebook.com forward slash group forward slash... T-S-A-C-P, which stands for The Shirley and Clove Podcast. Tweet us, T-S-A-C Podcast. That's T-S-A-C Podcast, The Shirley and Clove Podcast. Or use the hashtag T-S-A-C-P. That's Tango, Sierra, 
Alpha Charlie Papa. Nice. Or the Shirley and Clove Podcast, CSACP. If you've learned anything, have feedback or questions about the episode, write it as an Apple Podcast five-star review. We'll read it on the show and it helps for not only more people to discover the show, but it helps the show grow. And we appreciate that very much. So again, head over to your Apple Podcasts app. Don't just do a five-star because also write a, your question, feedback, or review. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Don't listen. though. No. Listen to me. <laughs> okay. Shirley's action item is do as she says. <laughs> do as I say. Or you can also leave a review on Podchaser. P-O- it's the way that it sounds. Podchaser is a really cool area that you can also leave your feedback, question, or review. We appreciate yeah. it. Leave your feedback and comments on your favorite platform. That way we get an idea yeah. of who's listening to what where. That's right. Yeah. And again, we'll read on the show when it's five up. Leave a voicemail by going to speakpipe.com. Oh, my God. Forge slash T-S-A-C podcast, actually. Yes, T-S-A-C podcast. And you can leave us a, I think, 90-second voicemail. You could do it in parts. I don't, we don't mind. <laughs> Just not too many parts. Don't do 20 parts, because then that's creepy. Nobody's done that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Giving instructions on something that has to happen. <laughs> Send a voice message to Shirley and Clove voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for the boundaries. And uh, please, re- you know, you could record your message. And, hey, we'll play it on the show. Or send us an email, tsacpodcast at gmail.com. That's the Shirley and Clove podcast, tsacpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, the quote of the show is, we must always take sides. Neutrality helps the oppressor, never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. That's Ellie Weasel, laureate of the Nobel Peace Prize in 1986. Nice. Yes. That's it. Have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa, I should say, or any other celebration. Or just happy winter holidays. Just chilling and being with yourself or your family or both. Right? Take the time you need. Take the time you need. Merry, ah, Merry New Year. Happy New Year. If uh, we don't get back on those mics until then, be safe, y'all. Like these numbers are going up again. So be safe. Social distancing, of course, wear your mask and get vaccinated. Community immunity, right? I guess. Love you, babe. Love you too. Peace. And a whole lot of love. I got a glimpse of your notes, by the way. Oh, (laughs) why? (laughs) Because they were on the YouTube channel. <laughs> Cheater. Yeah, that's me. You gotta watch out for it. <laughs> my brain, when I said cheater, me, I started thinking 90 Days Fiance. Oh my gosh. Like, you need to bring back that show, Cheaters. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, was <a> fun... <laughs> it was a fun watch. Wait, you're still listening to podcasts? Well, if you love this episode so much, just head over to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and leave a review, I guess.